podcast we're currently working on two different podcasts we're hoping to expand into other genres you can connect with us through our website facebook instagram twitter we even have our own subreddit go to crithippo.com c-r-i-t-h-i-p-p-o.com to connect with all of our social media links this is our brand new podcast and we're trying to get the word out so if you enjoy what you hear please share it with someone you know have listening parties do whatever you think you could do to help promote us if you really do enjoy us that much. We're also looking for any fan art that can be submitted through our email at nat20nat20hippo, H-I-P-P-O, at gmail.com. We'll post our favorite fan art on the website whenever you send it to us. We enjoyed our home games of D&D so much, we just wanted to share it with everyone else. We love sharing our creation and we hope that you guys can share your creative nature back with us. So again, send any fan art or creative ideas, anything, to nat20hippo at gmail.com. We'd love to interact with you. Let's get into this adventure. The hackles on the back of your neck are probably standing on end. Alarm! Alarm! You, yeah, you were hit with a bold person. can raise above 451 degrees Fahrenheit. Raksha, is that all you're doing? No. You just grabbed the diamond out of it and then left, never bothered with it again for 20 yeah. episodes. <laughs> okay, you can start your recap. Oh, okay. Pseudos uh, Skullgate Bell was grabbed by Honey and Kira after escaping the librarians. Uh, I asked Kira to go and get a book on slot components and substitutions. She got two books called The Shadow Binder which I believe kind of fell off the shelf and hit her, and Charlie's Book of Mercy and Modifying Spells of Reagan. The Spell Sculpting book recommends using iron or stronger metals to empower your spells. And Jaxus wants to get some adamantium chains to add to this spell somehow. The Shadow Binder talks about how you bind shadow creatures to an object or the shadow fell, and how it can be used as a trap. The Book of Mercy talks about how to stop spells from damaging your enemies. Raksha found a book at the library when open, started pouring off a whirlpool uh, that was closed after some uh, some strength checks got made. Honey gave the book called Heirlooms of Folklore, and Raksha brought a book called Kulal's Nexus. Here, grab a book about void settling. The Quarles Nexus talks about setting up a conjunction or a certain type of pathway and bringing cohesion to divergence. Uh, Aaron to Folklore talked about an adventuring party that was killed while one of them hid inside of a bag of holding, which I guess hints to maybe a bagman origin story. The ingredients for the Shadow Binder require an item belonging to the intended target. The more personal the connection, the stronger the bind. Uh, that reminded of the scalp that was visible in the portable whole prison. Reading Corral's Nexus revealed a spell by which I might be able to travel through the portal for the portable whole prison. There is an end level spell that can only be cast from this book. I got a type of the 
librarian and then put the copy in place of the original. I went to a jewelry store to sell the Serpentine Owl to get some diamond dust for the Forbidden Spell. And after the owner decided he was too good to sell to me, I modified his memory to make him sell to me. But he uh, shorted me three and a half thousand dollars of the total five the owl was worth. I went back to the store, knocked him out, covered him with food, and stole the rest of the diamond dust I needed, and teleported back to the study room. We then napped and hit level 29. <laughs> Lena's face just realized she did not level up yet. Based on the face she just made. What? No! I totally leveled up. I already up. went in in everyone's character and gave you the level 29 proficiency bonus. Oh, oh, nice. Nine. Plus nine is as high as it gets. Oh, I thought that's what it was before. No, it was a plus eight before. Okay. Pretty sweet plus nine. I'm killing it. And I noticed that Kayla's character had all homebrew items turned off and was still using the level 21 proficiency bonus. So Kayla just, like, she got to a Super Saiyan for the rest of the campaign. Yeah, so you thought she was good before, now she has <laughs> two more proficiency bonus. That's a nightmare. <laughs> I can walk out of you, just don't make me mad. <laughs> I've only been in one other character. And technically it wasn't even a friend. Who was it? Barry. Oh. Was Barry not a friend? It wasn't Barry Barry. It was a uh, Rakshasa disguised as Barry, who was actually a level 20 druid um, hag. Oh, wow. Who right. used shape, shape Changer to turn into a dragon and then into a berry and then uh, tried to become an owl and died. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I guess I'm just going to... And Drax, after waking up, we're just going to keep trying to uh, modify this this spell to work on the box <clears throat> so that it keeps the bag man inside, and if he leaves it, he gets hurt. That's the goal. So what How is... How hurt will he get? Very hurt, right? Hopefully very hurt. Um, I would want to add uh, the, the diamond dust that I've gotten in place of the powdered ruby, uh, because I think it ended up being, I think we had talked last week, and the diamond dust was better than, and also more available than the adamantine. Mm, sure. I believe so. Yeah, and that sounds right to me. Um, let's see. Oh, and I guess I'll keep reading Corral's Nexus, get rid of that spell so I can travel around that portable whole prison. Okay. Uh, make an intelligence check. See uh, the level of understanding you have. That's a 12. Mm. The 12? Is that Kaylin in the background? Yeah, she's she's on a business meeting about her benefits right now. <laughs> Everything just isn't happening at the first time. Yeah, it's nothing like, like super secret, is it? No. Okay, good. Because <laughs> she's being recorded. Subtle. Oh, mute myself on the talking for that one. Okay. Um, so with a 12, you recognize the book talks more about not just moving around between 
interdimensional space, but actually joining the uh, pocket dimensions, joining the space, and um, like you know, basically you know, creating uh, a system of travel between pocket dimensions and in bags of holding and that kind of stuff. So basically, what the bag man can currently do. Yeah. And if you keep reading, give me another I'm... intelligence check. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's an 18 plus 6. That's a 24. Okay. So you seem to see the reference to the Nexus a lot, and this is the namesake of the book and the spell creator's personal spell. Um, uh, Nexus, if you check the footnotes, is a um, adjoining junction. Of all, pretty much all pathways. Okay. So it talks about a conjunction of all pathways. So, like, you put together these streams that you can use the Nexus spell to traverse. You can also um, guide them to connect to one location. Okay. That's kind of a dumb question to ask Sick Ricky Bay. Just answer it. You said there was a like a singular nexus that all points are going to. You can create one. Oh, you create one. Okay. Yeah. And from that nexus, you can travel out. Yeah. So imagine like these are pocket dimensions, right? These are the bags of holding in the areas around you. Maybe there's like a I don't know a donjon, um, whatever that thing was called, somewhere. And so what the first part you learned was you can basically connect these so you can travel between them, right? And then what you learned is that they you can create a nexus point, right? And everything will lead to there. So then you change the flow. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So instead of being more free free moving, it would take you would be forced in a direction, slowly choked off. So maybe I can't, but I locked the bagman out of being able to do that. What do you mean? Would I be able to work? That's the shadow button. It's probably kind of hard. This is more giving you the ability to do it? Right, okay. And... The ability to change the mechanics of anybody who does it. From free movement to directional movement. Uh, okay, cool. Um, am I able to put together like the, the, the actual spell that it would be to do that? What's that? What's that? Am I able to figure out the actual spell to do that? Like is it like is it like a uh, kind of like a I guess not a spell scroll because it's a book, but like is this spell in the book or do I have to continue to read and kind of piece it together as I go? So, so so far you probably have figured out how to um, do what the bagman has done, uh, and you know that more is possible, but I don't think you have achieved such a thing yet or found a spell. Okay, give me another roll. Okay, that doesn't seem to do it. What's everybody else doing while he's doing this? Because he's in that room that two of you won't even enter. Uh, I believe I went back to the Lick and Sniff. The Lick and Sniff book? Mm-hmm. And where is that? In my hands. It's 
my coffee. I know. Where are you? In the book. I've been sitting outside the room the whole time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I think you've been licking and sniffing a little too long. Wow. Okay. What about the other two? The quiet ones. I think I'm watching Honey Lick still and, like, kind of interjecting to see when I can try another piece. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not stingy here. Okay. And Raksha? She's just kind of watching things. Okay. She's, She's just kind of sitting there. You're just watching these two lick and sniff. Basically. And shaking her head. Okay. Makes I sense. have to ask my lick to draw that out because that's hilarious. <laughs> I want a picture of a bear and a bat licking your book while a dire wolf watches. Uh, don't forget the bees are also eating the crumbs and such. I did forget. Thank you for reminding me. Probably what it would look like. And then there's a giant hallway. I knocked over here as usual. As per usual. Hey, I've got that better base. Well, I hit you directly that time, so. Yeah. No amount of base would have stopped me. So these two are just over here. Looking and sniffing. Rox is just staring. And She's Andr- shaking her head. Andraxis is working inside the room. Give him a little desk. Okay. Andraxis, give us another uh, roll for your read. Oh, dirty 20. A what? Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Okay. You start to piece together that, like, um, maybe it's not a spell, but maybe it's, uh, uh, what do I want to say? It's not necessarily a spell, but I guess maybe like um, a combination of maybe, I don't know, spells cast in the area, possibly. Uh, it's, it's not that clear yet. It's, like, it's not a spell you can copy out of the book. That's what you're getting so far. I'm sorry, that's all I can give you. Uh, then, yeah, I mean... I t- <laughs> I'm going to keep with that. I need to figure this out so I can get that child soul and bag fan bones. Okay. And I got the section in this book that says troll hole. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, okay. So you keep reading the book. Give me another roll. Twelve. Ugh. Oh, Fourteen. Okay. I mean, not wonderful. <laughs> but um, you keep seeing similar symbols throughout the book. Almost like, uh, as a wizard, you would know the spell Glyph of Warding. It's not that, but it's something similar. Okay. Like magical glyphs, maybe. Uh, okay. Something to do with glyphs. Um, don't have any. Come on, Brian. <sighs> Alright, I mean, should I, just, should I make another roll? Because I can't think of anything to, uh, that would, you know, help me. <laughs> So, what are you making the role in association to? The glyphs? Yeah, to see if I can piece together anything having to do with um, glyphs of warding and somehow being able to, I guess, yeah, I'm going to try to follow the glyph that I got. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you follow the glyph lead, you see, like, um, give me a roll. Okay. I show one. Okay, you see nothing? You accidentally slammed the book closed on your finger. Uh, um, 
I'm gonna have to roll again, but I gotta go give somebody other key really quickly. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, you know, this is like every ten minutes you're getting new information. Um, outside in the hallway, you guys hear a slight buzzing noise. I'm super afraid. Do you think he's about to incinerate himself? Should we be worried? I mean, if we go in there, we're getting zapped. I don't know that we can go in. Raksha, is there uh, anything you can do? I can go in and see. Uh, maybe you should check on it. Okay. I will go into the room. Okay, the buzzing noise disappears for Raksha. Did I hear it before? Yeah. But we Where was that it? noise coming from? And Drax is just waves you off and says, what noise? There was a buzzing noise. No, there wasn't. There was a buzzing noise? Not to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's speaking for you right now. Because you had disappeared on me. So, so I had to give somebody other keys outside. Don't steal people's keys. Yeah, I know, but I like cars. Okay, well, Raksha popped her head inside, and she said she heard a buzzing noise. You don't hear a buzzing noise. And she no longer hears the buzzing noise when her head pops in. Okay, I'm going to pop my head back out. Okay, you hear the buzzing noise again. (laughs) And a light at the end of the hall goes out. Um, Kira, honey, uh, did you see that light go out? (laughs) Did you see the light go out? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. And honey takes another look at the picture. Okay. There's no buzzing noise in the room, and I'm guessing it's still happening, like we can still hear it. Yeah. And then you hear a pop, and the next light goes out. <sighs> Perhaps she will go check it out. She's curious. So Curiosity's like, going to kill the there's, one. There's Things a... weird are happening. Do I hear the pop from inside the room or no? Uh, make a perception check. Uh, should I make what disadvantage since I'm like, really invested in the book? Yeah. Well, that's a 19. That's a bummer. Oh, 17 still. Okay, 28. Okay. You heard a pop. Yes. I'll take my head off and be like, I know you have your own copy of the book now, so you can lick whatever you want. What are you guys doing out here? Does he hear the buzzing noise as he comes out? Uh, yeah. What do you mean, what are we doing out here? What are you doing in there? Not making buzzing sounds or popping noises. Uh, can you localize the buzzing sound? Can you localize it? Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a perception check. No. no. No, I can't. No, you can't. Raksha has gone down the hallway, and all of a sudden, you hear a bunch of pops in a row. Uh, do you still see Raksha? You don't see Raksha anymore. She has more. She has moved past 60 feet, so your dark vision is no good. And all of a sudden, um, the light right next to you and down the other side of the hallway are good, but this hallway is dark, and your shadows are being um, cast largely on the walls. I've got some strong Doctor Who vibes from this. <laughs> Did this happen in Doctor Who? Yeah, there was an episode um, where these, they were like little... Uh, the shadows had these, these creatures in them that were like they would act like piranha. They would like devour the flesh of anything that entered the shadow. Weird. It was a great episode. Um, well, that's not this episode. Okay, I know. Are you guys doing anything? 
Raksha, are you okay? Am I okay? Yeah, you're fine. Are any of us okay? The hackles on the hackles on the back of your neck are probably the hackles on the back of your neck are probably standing on end. Do I smell anything? Do I hear anything? Do I sense anything? Give me a perception check. Oh, I'm really good at those. <laughs> Twenty-nine. Oh, you smell old books. You smell some wet books from further away where uh, you guys had been before. You're really getting a whiff of this this book Honey's got open. So that's it, just books. Pretty much, just books and like mildew, musty smells, old books, new books, books in between. Now, is this a dead end, or, like, what does the hallway bring me to? Uh, this would probably take you out to where you guys were before. You sounded like a robot. Um, this would probably take you out to where you guys were before, where you were, like, finding those other books, but also the main library. Okay, so is, so the lights are off down here, too? Yeah. We're going to continue walking around. Okay. Um, I think Honey's going to close the book. Okay. And we'll hold off on Raksha for a second. Uh, the, you other guys, you see the lights on the other side of the hallway drop down to the one right next to you, popping and quick uh, disbursement of light. What did you guys do out here? What did you do in there? All we've been doing is snacking. Um, can I... Uh, I can cast the light spell from the tip of my, uh, or no, I can just cast from my, Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, wait, 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 honey pulls out the what? lantern of revealing. Okay. Okay. Aims it down the hall. Which way? Both ways. Both ways. Um, the hallway right. lights up and make a perception check. Which die isn't going to fail me. 18. And is it based on... Sight. Oh, okay, 18. Um, just at the very edge of the light, you see, like, something small. You can't make out what it is before it disappears into the darkness again. How small are we talking? <laughs> like what you saw? Is it, like, quickling-sized? Uh, no, probably uh, a fist. It wasn't a fist, but something the size of a fist coming out of the shadow. You didn't see the whole thing. You saw part of something. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, oh. Yeah, I knew you were going to... You guys take my uh, description too literal sometimes, and so I... Maybe don't be so literal. I'm not being literal. We're just a bunch of animals. Okay. Except one of us. If I gave you too much detail, you'd know what it was, and then I'd ruin the surprise. I'm rolling 18, man. Yeah. At 60 feet, it would, the DC was a 20, I'll tell you that. For something that wasn't fully view, viewable, visible, that's the word. So I have a couple of the um, the books that Honey, Raksha, and Kira brought that haven't been as helpful. Oh. Uh, like the um, Zenith, The Art of Calming Down, I have that on me still. Well, you might need uh, that because at this point, Honey sees that and she starts going, Alarm! Alarm! <laughs> can 
can I cast light on that book and just chuck it down the hallway? Yeah, sure. That is not what I expected at all. As it falls and starts to tumble, uh, give me a strength check to see how far you toss it. Pretty strong. I got like an 18 strength. I'm pretty. Yeah, but 60 is at the end of a throwable, and usually. Um, uh, a 14 strength. Oops. Usually, uh, improvised weapons are not proficient. That's a 10. Okay, a 10. You probably throw it about 30 feet. How far does your light reach? Light reaches. Uh, it's bright feet, or, sorry, bright light and 20 foot radius, and then dim for additional 20. So 40 feet radius total. Okay, in the darkness of the 10 feet beyond where you're, where the last 10 feet of your light, which is in dim. Yeah. Um, you guys see a pile of books. Can, uh, I'm sure everything's fine. It's just a library with a creepy, can one of you guys still get the librarian? Maybe this that happens sometimes. I don't uh, think it's probably fine. Uh, yeah, I'll go get her. Um, honey will keep an eye out as she walks down the hall toward the librarian. So you would have to pass this pile of books? Uh-huh. This, oh. is, this is the way Raksha had come, so the pile of books would be like, Raksha, you don't remember walking by any books. Oh. You don't know that, John. If I move the lantern right I know away, what? If I move the lantern right away, are the books still there? Yeah, the books are still there. So they're not like just. Nope, they're books. Um, I'm going to cautiously approach the books. Okay. And look at what books they are, because I can read. <laughs> You're qualifier to make, as if someone had it earlier said they couldn't read. But yes, I believe you can read. What books are you? Tell me. These are books on like martial arts and fighting, self defense, um, weapons training. I'm going to continue to the help desk. Okay. Do I see anything on my way? Uh, I don't think you see anything. Do I sense anything? You feel something. Uh, it feels like a paper cut on your ankle. If this is a freaking quick one. <laughs> so, Yoni, you're level 29 now. I think you're stronger than a quick one. Yeah, you're level 29. It doesn't make me hate them any less. That's the. Oh my goodness. What? It's great. It's just great. What? What's so great? It's just great. Um. So, you said what now? Oh, you, um. So, you feel something. Cut your leg. Ouch! That was rude. I look down. And you take 29, um, so 12 slashing damage and 17 necrotic damage. Then you look down and you see, uh, this, a bunch of books seem to have, like, turned almost inside out and then, like, folded the pages in different ways. And it looks like um, some type of fighter reaching out with a sword and cutting your leg. And the the edge of the paper blade is... Uh, That's the worst. Coated in your blood. So they literally just attack people 
with paper cuts? Don't expose your finger crotches. Yes. I'm gonna run for the help desk. Okay. Okay. So you're here. Um, as you're running, uh, you're gonna take two opportunity attacks. Seriously? That's a nat one, so that missed. So I take no opportunity attacks. But that's a 24. So you take 8 slashing damage and 17 more necrotic damage. Yeah. And as you run past these books, a second one's blade is stained with your blood, and then you run into Raksha as you're trying to escape down the hall, looking back. You're just like, ah, and you run oh, into... No, no, I'm like, alarm, alarm, books on the attack, alarm! And you stumble into Raksha. Do we see her get attacked by books? I mean, like, I yelled pretty hard. You saw, like, movement. I don't know how clearly you could make it out, but you do see blood on the books pages, and the books are in a different shape. Do I hear her at all, like, yelling alarm? Oh, yeah. Anything? Yeah, everybody okay. hears her. Everybody and their mother hears her. And you see the lantern of revealing running away from you. And you see Raksha pop into frame for a second. And then the lantern kind of tumbles. What? Because you tumbled. Oh. I tumbled? Yeah, you felt you ran into Raksha full speed, yelling alarm, alarm. <laughs> now, with the lantern on the books, they still just look like book people? Yeah. They have somewhat of an aura around them that seems to be like uh, showing you the magical power maybe that's holding them together or something like that. Oh, that's convenient. Can I um, use Dispel Magic on it? What's the range on that? 120 feet. And what's the the area? What do you mean, what's the area? What is the... Well, so first we're going to roll initiative. Right, because now we're in initiative. But then, um, what is the... Is it like a target? Is it an area? Choose one creature object that's back within range. Okay. So it would be target, target, book, person. Okay. Um, roll your initiatives. Yeah. Honey? Familiar. Six. Kira? Ten. Raksha? Twenty-nine. And Andraxis. I thought a 15 was good, and then I heard Raksha's number, so. <laughs> okay, so Raksha goes first. So, Raksha was just, uh, or honey just ran into her, so she's gonna look, but, like, what does she see? Uh, she sees, like, uh, a few figures on the ground that look like, books turned inside out, but in the shape of, uh, like, knights, we'll say. So, chew toys. Got it. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's very threatening. I like it. <laughs> okay, so that is, oh, holy cow. Um, 23 to hit. Uh, 23 should definitely hit. Uh, no, we'll come back. 26 damage. Uh, 26 damage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, we shall go again. Okay. 24 to hit. 
24 hits. 29 damage. Okay, 29 damage. 22 hits. Yeah. What'd you say, Raksha? 22. 22 hits. 28 damage. Okay, 28. Cool, cool. These books are terrible. I know, right? I mean, you do see shreds of paper coming off of it as, like, every swing Raksha takes, but it seems to be standing pretty firm. Uh, 32 to hit. Okay, 32 definitely hits. 25 damage. 25 damage. Uh, you see the ink on this these things' pages. This one's pages starts to run a little bit. I think I have one more attack left, right? Uh, I believe so. It's like almost impossible for me to miss. Uh, 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's me rolling a 3. Uh-huh. Yeah, so unless you roll a nat 1, I don't know that you can miss. 27 damage. Uh, okay. Cool, cool. Is that your turn? You doing anything yeah. else? You using your bonus action for anything? Mm, not at the current moment. Okay. Next is Andraxis. Uh, there was two of them, right? Uh, three. Three of them, okay. Um, I'm just going to, on the one that uh, Raksha isn't making confetti out of, um, I guess, or one of the two, I don't know. The exact, I can't get the exact place of them, but um, I'm going to use Dispel Magic, I guess. I can, I don't, there's nothing... On the, um, what's it called? The, the thing saying I can't upcast spells with the, with the, with the staff? Is that a thing that I can do? No, you can't upcast spells with the staff. Uh oh, alright, never mind then. Well, it's a third level dispel magic thing. Okay, uh, where on the body of the creature are you targeting? Pick a spot on the body. Um, I was just gonna pick the creature in general. Is that not an option? Uh, the creature's made up of many books. Oh, okay. Um, is it, okay, well then I guess, do, do any of the books stick out to me in any way? No, not, like, they're folded inside out at this point. There's no possible way you can read at 60 feet. Yeah, then never mind. I will instead do something else. Um, I mean, they're books, so I will then cast Scorching Ray at the, uh, at them, their books. Uh-huh. I have to fire the herd of book. Okay. Which one? And in, take, in case anything catches on fire, we just open the other book that causes the typhoon or whatever. Um, I'm going to cast the... Uh, let me see if I can... Um, I guess uh, the one next to uh, the one that Kira is making into, like, the newspaper shredding for hamster cages. Okay. Uh, it's going to be third level, so I get uh, a third, a four ray attacks. Okay. Well, them all at the same time, because I have all of my dice at hand with me. Plus 17. The lowest one is a, uh, a 19. Uh, 19 misses. Okay, then 22. That hits. Okay, so then three of them hit then. Okay. And that's going to be... 
66 fire damage. I know I'm, I'm taking Kira's job right now by using fire damage, but it's a book, so hopefully Kira will forgive this. Trust I, will. I mean, there's enough fire for all of us. She is a benevolent fire lord. <laughs> uh, it's going to be 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Not great for 66, but 17. Okay, it seems to do more damage than you think. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to use a second Scorching Ray at uh, levels, so the more, one level higher. So now it's uh, five, five beams instead of four. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, the lowest one is a six plus, uh, is it 23 is the lowest? Yeah, that is. Cool. So that's... Five hits then. This these books are toast because I have matches. Thirty-seven total, and double that is seventy-four. Yeah. Okay. This one's uh, ink is running a little bit, and its pages Nine. are scorched. Uh, I will turn to Kira and just yell out. There are books. Just burn them. Okay. Is that your turn? John? That was my turn. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, the one that Raksha was beating up on so hard, like, is up in her face. And Raksha, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Raksha? Kayla? 17. Uh, that, I was talking, you just couldn't hear me. Gotcha. That is not high enough. Well, come what may. Okay. You disappear from the plane. Okay, I love this. Sure. <laughs> yeah, there was no way that was going to get any better. <laughs> yeah. Raksha, you're back in your cave. Okay. Um, uh, and it looks the same as how I left it? We will see, depending on the magic of the Feywild and Rain's and all like that. Um, yeah, your babies are asleep. Huh. Uh, Raksha's gonna look around because now she's really confused. Okay. The next, uh, the next guy is going to turn towards, um, uh, turn towards, um, Kira and, um, and Draxus. And you two, I need <coughs> a dexterity saving throw from. Um, and it's against magic, I assume. Yes. Learn for being a good. How does a 15 do? Oops, sorry, a 10. A 10 does not do well. Damn. What about 16? Uh, not quite enough, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, man. You're okay. saying I passed. No. But you might be able to pass if you used an ability that you also have. Oh, dear. You know, that's, that's kind of odd. I was thinking I might want to bend some luck on that. Okay, good. That's. I'm glad you thought of that all on your own. I totally, totally did. All right. Two sorcery points. Oh, one d four. I rolled a four. That's a dirty 20. Um, yeah, that passes. So, you guys see a giant ball of what probably would have been like 
I'm trying to think what it would be. It's it's it, it's a black whirling ball. Yeah, we'll just make it all that. Right? Uh, it's black. It's a black whirling ball. No, and it's also like whirling with uh, little tiny magical daggers made of paper. Oh, whoa! So, so it'll be slashing damage and necrotic damage. Yeah. Well, I'm resistant to necrotic at least. So twenty-eight uh, slashing damage. Wow. And thirty-three necrotic. So. And yeah, you take 14 slashing and 16 necrotic. And John, you would take 16 necrotic and then the full slashing. Okay. And then there's one more. And that one points directly at you, Andraxis. Uh, I can't adjust my hit point total at all for some reason. Refresh the page, maybe? Let me try that. No, I can't do anything. Hmm. I can track your each or 226, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't do anything either. Oh, so it's not just me, it's, it's the whole character. Well, I'm in the combat tracker. Oh, alright. I got it now. I'll... Oh, I can use the die roller again. I don't know what's happened. Alright. Okay. So, uh, 28 and 16? Yep. And then I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, John. And a saving throw? What? And a wisdom saving throw? Yeah, this is the next guy. Well, I was going to use a, uh, a, a reaction I can use um, with my shadow ward. I can... When I get... Uh, was that an attack I was going to hit with? Yeah. Yeah, I can use your action to spend a charge and half the damage, and then I can disappear uh, and then teleport up to 30 feet away. So I am going to try to teleport 30 feet back. Okay. Uh, at a range, but um, also get back 14 hit points because I have the damage. Okay. Then this one will instead move forward. I think 30 feet fair movement. Now, balls. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, wisdom saving throw still? Yeah. Okay. It's. Yeah. Um, so, oh, 6 plus 11, 17. Not high enough. Hey. <laughs> and you are held. You're paralyzed. Really? Oh, shit. Is that a spell? You, yeah, you were hit with a uh, old person. That's my reaction already. Right. Like a fool. Yes. Alright, I'm held. Okay. Um, that's its turn. Now it's Kira's turn. So fire, you say? I can totally do that. Um, and I would like to... How many of them are there in front of me and how close are they? So there's, there's this one back here. Okay. Who made your wolf friend disappear? There's this one right here next to that okay. one, uh, who has done who threw that big ball of damage at you, and then there's this one who just ran and paralyzed your friend. Okay, I am going to twin firebolt at the one that made Raksha disappear and the one that uh, paralyzed 
Uh, okay. Okay. I have no nouns tonight, guys. I'm sorry. Yep. They're coming so slow. Understandable. Make those rolls. I approve of this move. 25 for the first one. Yeah, I am. And way more than that for the second one. Like 36. Okay, yeah. <laughs> And I'll ask you a question since you have a new ability that allows you to do things with your wild magic and new ability. And then I'll give you the damage too there. Um, 28 damage for the first one and 39 damage for the second one. Uh, What's 28 times 2? 54? 56. 56. And the second one was... How much? 39. And that times 2 is 78? 78. Okay, well, those both do more damage than you had expected, though you had expected that much. Look at them burn! Oh, they burn. They burn right to the ground, and all of a sudden Raksha pops back into existence. Raksha, you're no longer in your cave where you can see your babies. Not quite close enough to touch them. Um, And then... um, and Draxus, you are no longer paralyzed. Yay! Um, Kira, remember you can choose on your spell casting to yes. activate wild magic oh, if you I want. To activate it too. Okay, yeah. okay. So you, well then, you can choose. I am going to activate powers. Okay. <laughs> on one or both of the spells. Let's do one. Okay. And read read the ability to me again, just so I know. So I choose to add a wild magic roll to a cast spell, and then I can know the omen, whether it's wheel, woe, wheel and woe, or neutral. Okay, and because you're of the level you are, you get to choose between the two. So I'll tell you. Um, both of these are woe. Oh, great. So you can choose to, I think, avoid... I think I'll give you the ability to... No. Uh, uh, I guess since you activated it, you got to choose one, but usually it won't end up yeah. with low. Um, so you can... Something affecting you with fire or something affecting you with attacks. Hmm. Let's go with attacks. Okay, you become vulnerable to the next attack. Okay. That means double damage, right? Yep. And we'll just say next attack within this fight. Okay. I think that makes sense. <laughs> Honey? Really funny if, like, a week from now, she gets punched. Someone, like, throws a rock? Like... <laughs> <laughs> if someone throws a rock and just, like, there's a Mortal Kombat cross-section just going through your lungs. <laughs> Go ahead, Honey. Uh, Honey is still running for the help desk. Okay. You're within the library. Help, help. You're yelling, help, help. Help, help. Um, Andraxis, you hear something behind you. Wait, do I not make it to the desk? In six, in 30 feet? 60 feet at most? No. Oh, I didn't realize we were that far away from it. Yeah. Well, dash. 60 feet. <laughs> you don't make it quite there. Actually, it's 80 feet. You make it into the library proper. I have a proper. speed of 40 feet. Okay, you make it into the library proper, but you're on like the second or third floor. Is it a mezzanine? Where you can, like, jump into the middle? Technically, I, I yes. Look. Yeah. I'm going to lean, lean, 
toward the, the railing and look down? Do I see the help desk? Uh, it's further up. It's like more than 120 feet away at this point. Uh, honey, we'll see how far she has to go. Go <gasps> and keep running. Okay. Okay. Uh, Raksha, you're back and you're next to uh, a pretty much untouched book night is what we'll call it. Raksha's angry. Okay. Like, hands down, like, in this case, it's going to be teeth blazing because we're going to use our uh, that new uh, feet that we have. I was literally looking through my... I was look. Um, I was looking through the book. I make all my notes in for the editing and where I come up with the titles. And four different episodes almost had the title "Teeth of Blazing," and it finally made it into one. Well, now there's a reason for it. <laughs> this reason has happened multiple. Like being punny, but now my teeth can really, really go a blazing. Oh, okay. That was just foreshadowing to this very moment. Mm-hmm. You've been planning this in the long game. <laughs> so your teeth are blazing? Yeah, I just have to find the thing. Yeah, because I honestly don't even remember what you're talking about. It's one of those uh, epic booms. Oh, yeah. That's right. But I need to find the thingy. Definitely not that one. That's her New Year's one. We have so many group chats that I'm trying to figure out which one I need. <laughs> <laughs> it should be to the one with John in it. Ha, found it. Okay, um, it needs to make a DC saving throw. What kind? Usually dex for fire, but... <laughs> is it associated with a spell? It's Boon of the Fire Soul, and it says you have... Immunity of fire damage. You can also cast burning hands as okay. well without using a spell slot. So it's burning hands. Any, and we read that's all it says. Yeah. That's that's enough. That'll tell us what the save is. Okay. Okay. Burning hands. The 15 foot cone. Uh, and it is a deck save. So that's a nine to save. That does not. Okay. Cool. So then roll your damages. Okay. Well, you're immune to fire damage. So, John, you can throw fireballs all you want in there. I want to burn down the library. No, not not now. This would be a bad time to throw fireballs. But um, <laughs> when we had talked before, I told you she had shield mastery, but she's also immune to fire, apparently. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. Do you have the burning hands things? Yeah. The spell? Yeah. It is. I don't know what to roll for damage. It's three d six fire damage. Ah, I like that. Plus anything, or just straight three d six. Three d six. Okay. But it also ignites anything that's flammable. So. Fourteen. Fourteen damage. So that'd be twenty eight damage. And the books are on fire. I'm okay with that. They're evil. They're evil. Do you mean that every other book, or the ones that are fighting us? Uh, just, no, just the one, that one that she attacked. Oh, alright. I was like, no, no, not all the books are evil. <laughs> no, you're in a, you're in a hallway that does not have books. This is, like, yeah, this is off of the library. Have you ever, you know those rooms in the library that have, like, the doors and you can go in and study? Yeah, okay. Well, that's because everything else is. I was planning around like an actual library. 
I mean, if, I you, if you get the temperature of this hallway too hot, there is a good chance that he can travel. Like, I, I'm telling you, if you catch Fireball, there's a 50% chance that he can raise above 451 degrees Fahrenheit. It goes out really quick, though. It does. But uh, that's the, uh, I believe that might be the Flash uh, temp. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Raksha, is that all you're doing? No. Okay. Come on, Mike. It's not like you don't know her at all. Right? Okay. We're doing it again. Uh-huh. So another deck so, save? Yep. Uh, this one's 22, so I think it saves... I'm guessing. And then it takes half as much damage. Six. Six damage, so that's 12. Okay. And we're just going to attack normally now. Okay. We're switching it up. Mm Mm-hmm. Four, 22 to hit. That hits. Come back. 31 damage. Okay. Thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven to hit. Twenty-seven hits. Twenty-four damage. Twenty-four damage. This one is starting to uh, become shredded, and uh, the ink is dripping, and it's burning. Twenty. I think I have one more. Yeah, I think so too. Twenty-four to hit. That hits. Twenty-six damage. Twenty-six damage. Okay. Uh, we're gonna let Cracker Jacks come out and play for a bonus action. Okay. Cool, cool. 32 to hit. 32 definitely hits. 15 damage. 15 damage. Cool, cool. And Draxus, you're next. Uh, I can hear anything behind me, you said? Yeah, you can hear, like, rustling paper behind you. How wide is this hallway? Uh... At its narrowest point, like 15 feet. At its widest point, 20, 25 feet. Um, it's not It's not a square hallway, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, if I... I don't... We never changed me over from uh, 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 a Skull Lord to uh, Shatter Kai. Do I have Death Rage still? Uh, yeah. Do you know how far out it is? 60 feet. Can I see anybody behind me? Yeah, you see three book knights coming towards you. Okay, uh, I'm going to use the staff of the Magi to cast Wall of Fire behind me. Okay. Uh, I, it can go up to 60 feet, and I can cast it within 120 feet. So, can I... It's like you make a ringed wall up to 20 feet in diameter. Yeah. That's quite high. Is that like a, is that like a dome of fire then around those three guys? Yep. Yeah, let's go ahead and circle them in the fire. Uh, and when I cast that spell, it deals 5d8 to each creature that ends its turn. Wait. Uh, turned there. Oh, we're going to do it for the first time. So it deals damage now. Okay. Okay. That's 5d8. And 17. 19 plus 5. So, uh, 24. Oh, 5d8. That's not. Alright, well, 24. So, 
48 to all the book knights if it's if they're vulnerable to us. So. 48 to all the book knights. That's doubling the fire damage. Just want to make sure I get the ice. Yeah. Yep, you're good. Um, and if they end their turn inside the the wall, they take the damage too. Uh-huh. Um, so I am... That's concentration, so that's a bit of a bummer. I was going to see if I could <laughs> cast Force Cage and just trap them in there. Uh-huh. That sounds a little bit like a war crime, though. Um, I mean, it al- already feels kind of like a war crime. Like, to everyone who can see you, meaning Raksha and Kira, they see the the silhouette of you, like, casting this and seeing the burning, and if they could scream, they would be screaming, but it's more just the motions of, like, the shadows of torture on the wall. Oh, boy. Well, you're making me feel like the bad guy. <laughs> um, well, since I can cast two spells, I feel like I might as well cast two spells, you know? I'm going to cast... Uh, I'm also going to cast Code of Cold. Uh-huh. I create a nice steam effect, and I can ruin the pages with mildew and such. Um, but they have to make... Constitution saves. I'm going to cast it at 6th level. we got to make Constitution saving throws. Okay. Um, um, that's a 13. For all of them? Yeah, I'm just going to roll one. Oh, boy. Okay. That's a much better roll. 24. Uh, 47 total. 47 cold damage? Yeah. Okay. They don't look great. Yeah, I would hope not. Um, after that, my turn is over. I'm just gonna, you know, hang out where I'm, where I'm at. Um, actually, how far am I? I'm pretty close to those guys. I'm gonna back up. Uh, is an action. How far? Well, uh, my full movement speed away, so thirty, because I don't want to be near those guys. Because they feel like they're going to try and hurt me. Okay. So you're closer to Kira now. And as you're coming back, uh, your shadow looms larger in the hallway towards Kira and Bracha. Okay. Just for a little ambiance. Oh, I was like, oh no, what's going to happen to my shadow? Uh, yeah, that's, that's all I can do. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, it will be their turn. The one next to Raksha is burning. What is that? A D4 of fire damage? You said a D6. Did I say a D6 or did I say 3D6 for the damage of the cone? You said 3D6, so that's what I wrote down. Yeah, that's for the damage of the cone, but things that are on fire, like burning, isn't a lot of damage, but it's some damage. So that one's going to. Oh, I didn't do that. You lit it on fire, so it's burning each turn. Okay, so I just have to roll then a D4 for it? I just rolled one. I rolled a two. Pretty average. Um, but that one's going to turn to you, Raksha, and it's going to attack you. You can try. Oh, it's going to try. <laughs> um, 
Okay, the first one is a 13. Nope. 22. And yes. 18. So the 22 hits. You're going to take 10 slashing damage. And... 17 necrotic damage. I don't know why I keep rolling 17 on necrotic, but I do. So 15 and 17? Yep. And then, John, can can things leave the wall of fire, or are they trapped in there? They, <laughs> I wish they were trapped. They can, unfortunately, they can leave. Okay. And would they take damage in the process? Uh, no, it's a weird spell. They don't take damage coming out of it. I feel like they should, but... I mean, we'll make them take damage. I, th- I, I think I've played it where you either take damage or you can't pass through the wall. So, Should I roll the damage again? Yeah, let me roll a dex. It's a dex, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, dex. That's a 22. 22 now. So, no. Okay. So, 18, 19, 26. So, 26 times 2 is 52. Uh, 52 damage. Yeah, baby. Okay. Also, it doesn't say the the wall creates light, but I feel like it's a giant wall of fire. It probably has to. Yeah. Well, is the hallway lit up now? That side of the hallway is lit up, and it's very looming and dark on this side as these shadows encroach on you. Sounds ominous. I'm here for it. Okay. So, um, one of them is going to attempt to, let's see. Use an ability to throw that orb at you guys again. And so I need a deck save because it's not a spell, so you can't kind of spell this one. Yeah. Oops. Same. You and Kira. But, but it's that magical ability again. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. A one's oh not going to do it, but. Kira? Yeah, um, a three? Do you have another ability that lets you re-roll? I already rolled advantage because it was against the magical thing. The only other thing I could do would be Tide's Chaos to get advantage again. Gotcha. I guess if you already rolled with advantage, it wouldn't matter. Um, yeah, so you both do double advantage. <laughs> yeah, you both fail, so you're going to take 29 slashing damage. Oof. <laughs> I'll get you the necrotic damage. Okay, 41 necrotic damage. Oh, my. It's going to so, be half to what, 20? 20. Just as a heads up to uh, Honey. Ow! This is starting to really hurt. Honey's gone. I've got a quarter of my health left with 54 points. Yeah. Honey's gone. Oh my God. Honey's down the hall and out, out the door. Like. All right. She's out of sight, unfortunately for you. Cool. Um, I'm use my reaction again. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do anything. Okay. The one is going to cast a spell. Um, am I close enough to counterspell it? You are. I'm going to counterspell it at 5th level. Okay. Uh, it counterspells. You see the one next to it starting to cast the same spell. That's my reaction, so I think I'm done then. Right. John, did you use your reaction to have the damage, or did you? No, I did not use it. I, I decided to wait so I can counter a spell. Are you counter spelling? 
Uh, oh, is another spell being cast? Yeah. Then, yeah, I will do it at four, uh, fourth level. Okay, you counterspell it. Yay! And then the other two shake their fists at you. <laughs> okay, it is Kira's turn. I can see Kira's four, 54 hit points, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I took that damage earlier, too, from a couple things, and we haven't slept, so, you know. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be fire bolting again, but, um, give me one second here, I'm trying to check something. So, I can do two metamagic per turn, does that mean I can twin spell twice? Technically, yes, because I give you the ability to cast twice. Okay, so, uh, I'm going to cast a firebolt and twin spell it, so I'll cast it at... So, what is it? It's the two that are kind of back behind me. Is that the third one right next to me? And then one way down the hall, right? <laughs> no, this one's John. There's three here. And oh. there's one down here. Okay. His green coat was confusing. <laughs> John, you almost got fire blasted. So, the first twin spell is going to go to the one that's down by Raksha. Okay. And the one kind of directly behind me. Okay. Um, that is going to be a 22 for the one down the hall. Yeah, that hits. And a 21 for the one right behind me. 21 also hits. Did you want to add on wild magics? Um, I will add on one wild magics. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Speaking of wild magics, um, that first hit I just took, I was double damaged to, what was it, 24? Oh, yeah. So I'm actually down to, like, 20-some, 30 points. Okay. Okay, you have one that is, uh, you have one that is Woe, and you have one that is Wheel and Woe. We'll call it Whale. I'll take the Whale, please. Okay. You think the creature you look at next stole something from you. So you fire off at your first guy, down by Raksha. Then the one behind you, you think, stole something from you. So, I extra squinty eye at him as I fire my fireballs at him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So the one down by Raksha takes 38. So I doubled, that is 76? Yeah, that is dead. I'm adding up this one. Uh, 34. Four, so doubled is 68. Okay, and that one is dead. And then um, my second attack, I am going to also to a twin firebolt the other two. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing, I just rolled way too many dice there. Alright, um, it's the same hits as last time, it's a 22 and a 21 to hit. Okay, and did you want to use any wild magics? Oh man, this is not turning out so super Did you want to roll these so you can have a better chance, maybe? No, 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 no. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> she fears her dice. Yes, and also it would probably go much more poorly because you've rolled all of them up through the entire campaign. Uh, these are both bad. Um, <laughs> something that happened to you earlier or something that traps you? I guess I'll fire off this first firebolt and then get trapped. Okay. Uh, 35, so 70 doubled. Okay. Uh, and I'll put that 
Okay. And then the uh, that one dies. And then your second fireball, as a globe of glass forms around you, your second firebolt goes through it, and glass showers down on you. Make a deck save. I'm going to pick a different die. Let's try this one. Do I see this happen to her? Yeah. I think I'm okay. I rolled a 19. Okay. <laughs> you would have taken 10, but you're only going to take 5 slashing damage. Wait. And then Wait. how much damage does your fire do? So my fire then does 46. Yeah. Damn. And doubled, yeah. I assume he's dead. Yeah, without doubling it, it was dead. Uh, you guys are now safe. Honey's still running. Honey is library. running. She was told to get the librarian, therefore she is getting the librarian. So next turn, you can probably get within shouting distance of the librarian. Uh, except I was going to hit in paths to get 60 feet closer. Okay, then you could probably get down to the help desk. Uh, so Honey will arrive at the help desk and all kind of out of breath go. So, hypothetically speaking, if a book jumped out and attacked us. What am I supposed to do? What kind of book? Uh, fighting book. Oh, uh, just beat it up and it should be fine. Okay. And she'll start running back. You can handle that, right? I'm a bear! This is a library. I'm a bear. Okay. Thank you. Do as I say, not as I do. And she's running back to the group. She stage yells at you. Stage whispers in. Um, and Honey's running back. Honey runs back into the group, probably about, like, 18 seconds later. Uh, huh? Where are the little paper bags go? Oh, Kira, you don't look so good. Nope. I'm, like, dripping blood from lots of little cuts now. Oh, man. I need to, I'm going to put this in. Hey, me, in the future, name this episode Death of a Thousand Cuts. Death of by a thousand cuts. Oh, a thousand cuts. Whatever. Kira, I'll Love cast it. heal on you, so you get seventy hit points back. That definitely helps. I'm almost halfway back up. That's awesome. Thank you. Nice. Okay. So once they're defeated, they just drop back into books. I don't think I want to touch those books. Uh, honey, will kick one under a shelf. There's no shelves in here. Oh. Uh, there's walls, so you kick one, it bounces off the wall. You know, like, have you ever dropped or kicked a book in a high school? No. Oh, I have. Well, it... Well, it I mean, monster. I'm sorry, Mike. Do you think we look like book kickers? It goes down... Well... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, Mike, you're talking to two of the biggest book nerds you've ever met. Okay, first off, it makes this, like, weird, like, uh, screechy kind of sound. Not like... Not, not, not like vicious. He literally heard it. And <laughs> <laughs> he made it scream. And it slides down the hall and then bounces off the wall off of one of the corners and then stops and spins for a little bit and stops. How many books have you kicked in your lifetime? Enough. Why are you kicking books? What did they do to you? It wasn't what they did to me. It's what their owner did to me. So I had to knock their books out of their hand and then shuffle them down the hallway. Jeez. Poor books. Listen. It's okay. They're just books. Nobody likes books that much. They are not just books. 
seem to be made to go through this type of thing. So Honey is going to look at Andraxis and say, How much longer? Because I'm getting tired of this place. Uh, it's doing a number on me. I, uh, um, I, <laughs> I don't, I, I wish I had, I don't have an answer. I need to get the right spells and, 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 and so I'm, I'm really close to figuring out how to travel in his, in, in the, the portable hall uh, sanctuary thing he has, and then after that, uh, sort of make the box, and then after that, we have to figure out how to trap him, and then after that, I gotta figure out how to lure him here. That seems like a while. It might be. Uh, but, okay. we're gonna hope for this. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> if everybody out here is okay, I guess I'm gonna go back. Then how do you define okay? I mean, you, you know. Anyway, I'm gonna go back for everything. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to say to help, so I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm taking more damage here than I have anywhere else! <laughs> Except that time you died. Yeah, yeah I was thinking about that. that. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go back to reading. <laughs> okay. Give me an intelligence check and tell me what you're looking for. Yeah, um, nerd. <laughs> the last thing I, I did was I looked for the the glyphs. Um, I guess I guess I don't I don't know what I should be looking for. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Okay. I might need DM help for this one. Then give me an intelligence check. Best intelligence? Yeah. I am very smart. Well, I... Sixteen's not bad. Sixteen. Okay. You feel you need to figure out a construction in order of this box to where to put the spells, how to put the spells, how to cast the spells, what to add to the spells, and then, ultimately, this nexus should be the nexus. The box should probably be the nexus if you're going to create your sanctum within it. So it's a okay. uh, it's a one-way trap. Uh, okay. Then I guess I will start reading about how to attach. Freckles doesn't like your dogs barking? Okay. I tried to calm him down, but Fred's a squeaky boy. Um, I... So I guess I'm going to try and figure out how to attach this spell to... Uh, the box. Because i got to figure out everything anyway, so I might as well start with the foundation of putting this spell on an object. Okay, so are you looking in the box? I mean, I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm looking in the box and cross-referencing whatever I see with the book. 
Okay, so when you look in the box, you recognize the box is uh, an inner, like a pocket dimension. Oh, the box is. Oh, I guess we do that. Okay. I mean, you've never looked in the box before. You just grabbed the diamond out of it and then left, never bothered with it again for 20 yeah. episodes. How big was the, was the diamond, by the way? Uh, like uh, 10 inches by 10 inches or a foot by a foot, something like that in uh, width by length. And then depth, probably like 10 inches. Okay. Almost, not, no, like it. it's a cut diamond. So like it, uh, it tapered to a point on the bottom. But, but, you know, imagine your typical Monopoly diamond. So a stereotype. Yeah, a stereotype. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to any diamonds out there who are offended by that. Uh, okay. Well, um, do I notice anything else about this box that I can use to incorporate the spell into? Um, you see basically how... It's it's a cube in there, but it's a larger cube, so it's probably a twenty foot square or twenty foot cube. And you see how, like the walls are the invisible kind of barrier walls that existed when you were in the portable hole. Now, if you applied your nexus stuff to it, um, the first the early steps of the nexus stuff would make the um, the walls more permeable. And then if somehow you were you assume that if you were able to apply the later stuff, you could make those walls uh, entrance only. But you know that that would not stop anyone from teleporting out or using any portals they brought with them. But you do have a spell that would do that in your arsenal, I think. Or in your studies, you've yeah. come across. So inside the box, you know, you would have to apply these nexus glyphs. Um, maybe form some sort of wearable item to uh, with a glyph on it to be able to travel through the nexus. Not, through, not out of the nexus, because nobody gets to break that rule once it's created. Um, but, you know, you're your uh, travel between the pocket dimensions. Maybe if you had, like, I don't know, a bracelet or something with a glyph on it, that would allow you to pass. Sure. Um, okay. So that was a lot. It's yeah. Not very specific and not specific enough to, like, tell you exactly how to do it, but I think it's enough to get you started and know what questions to ask, maybe. Sure. Um... I'm going to start trying to figure out how to because uh, I, I know I know of the Glyph of Warding spell and I know that this is not Glyph of Warding that was just an example no I know okay. uh, so I know the Glyph of Warding spell I know that there are glyphs that can be used to um, I think that there are glyphs that can be used to keep people out of something so I'm, I'm going to go through the book and try to figure out um, a set of glyphs to uh, to put on the walls to make them one way. And then uh, the second thing I'm going to do is try to figure out which 
glyph is the one that would let me travel outside of those walls. Okay. So, give me an intelligence check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 18. 18. That's not bad. Um, you find the glyph that would allow you, if you put it on something and enchanting it, basically, with magical power of some way. Um, which, you know, there's, there's an enchantment in the book. It's not really a spell. It's just like a procedure, procedural ability. So in the book, there's a a weight. It tells you how to apply certain glyphs to things. So the procedure of applying glyphs. So it's not casting a spell. So it's not actually a spell. It's just applying a magical glyph. Ironically, it uses diamond dust. Oh, good. What I got about that? Um... Is, okay, since there's not no specific glyphs, is there anything... Uh, well, so the specific glyph that you did find with the at 18 is um, the one to pass through the the pocket dimensions un- unhindered. Oh, okay. Then I... But you do also know that there is no oxygen in the pocket dimensions. Right, I am alive now, which is a bit of a bummer. And all of your companions also breathe. Not all of them. I have about 600 in all. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm going to copy that glyph and kind of off to the side so I don't lose it. Okay. And I guess I'll just keep waiting to figure out the, the glyphs that would let me in but not let me out. Okay. Give me another roll. Oh, thank God. I rolled an 18, so 24. Okay, 24. You see a glyph that is like a, kind of a one-way valve. Uh, yeah, I, I copy it down immediately. Um, it is, like I said, my reading is this the glyph that I need to put on the walls to, to, to make sure that people can't leave, and is there a way beyond that that I can make it um, so that it, it can't be tampered with. You would probably have to inscribe it on each wall in the diamond dust. Um, I think once once it's inscribed on the wall, it kind of protects itself because no one can reach it since it's in the wall. Once they oh, come through like it, in the wall. Yeah, like as you're applying it, it seals off the outside of the wall. So, like okay. when when. It would take a while to do this. You would need air, so you would need to take breaks. This is a a process. It's probably going to take all night if you were to do it. Or fix the car of the glyphs into the wall? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, if, if this is the glyph that I need to make sure that he cannot, well, that nobody, I guess, can leave this box, then... I will do that. Okay. Gonna start carving this glyph into the walls of the box, and I'll, I'll stay up the night to do it. Okay. Uh, the rest of the party, what are you doing? It's been a few hours. He has not come out of that room. Do we knock again? Do we send Raksha so we don't have to go close? I mean, I'd kind of like to take a nap. I think you probably would too. 
Yeah, I mean, if I could just sleep, sleep. I mean, we could always keep one of us up in case he needs something, but maybe we should can check he, he doesn't need anything before we can, lay down. Can we ask him for the mansion? Or the mansion's not really safe. I mean, we could rent a room in town and take turns. Well, if he's staying here in the library, I don't want to leave him alone. That seems dangerous. Well, that's I mean, what I meant could take attack. turns. Or we could just sleep in the hall, I guess. Is there another study room that mm-hmm. we could duck into? Yeah, there's okay. multiple. Honey is going to make herself at home in the study room next door. Okay. I want to go knock on the door. Okay. And Draxus, make a perception check. Uh, 14 plus 11, 25. Okay, while you're in the box um, inscribing, you hear a knock on the door outside. Um, hey, I will leave the box. Okay, you leave the box. Um, you hear Kira calling out Andraxis. I go to, I, yeah, I gotta open the door. Um, are, are you gonna be here all night, you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's a way that I can, I cannot be here. On the, I think I've had a, a, a breakthrough. I can, we can trap the bag man. In his box, hopefully forever this time. Oh, well, that definitely sounds promising. Um, do you like need anything like food, drink? I mean, you are alive now. Uh, Yeah, that's a real bummer. Um, I guess I am gonna need food and drink at some point because I've been in here for a full day and I have to eat now. Yeah, I mean. We're getting tired. Like, we could run out, go get you something, leave it here, and we think there's another room here. We might just nap there, but we'll keep watch in case something happens and you need us. I I did rob that store in town to get this diamond dust, so um, that guy, those guys might come around looking. But I think think we might be okay, but just in case. Having somebody just keep an eye out to me to the ground, as it were. Might be a good idea. Alright. I mean, I assume we already ate all of the pie mice and stuff that we've gotten before. I guess. Um, as much as I love pie, I need something with, like, vegetables. Oh, meat sticks! You want meat sticks! I was thinking, it, you know, can you give me, like, a salad? I, I feel like I need something with vegetables. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I can Alright. I love, I, I really enjoy all the pies and desserts and, and, and the meat, um, but I feel like if I don't get some vitamin B, I am going to die. I mean, you've done that before, so I guess you know what it feels like. Do you want one of us to wait here uh, while we run out for food? That would be great, actually, because I'm working on the inside of the bagman's box. Oh. If the top of it shuts for some reason, and you guys won't know where I am, and I might suffocate. So. Huh. Alright. Well, okay. I'll go talk to Raksha and Honey. One of us will stay here in case you need anything. Uh, can you message? I cannot. But again, the room does not have that spell on it anymore, so like it's not going to have it, so you guys can stay in this room. I mean, how sure are you? Do you see all these cuts from today? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm very sure, because I was supposed to cast a spell and then turned it off. I, you know. You're not going to forget. I'm not. 
I'm not going to forget. I promise. I, I, uh, I wouldn't pinky promise you, but I think you need pinkies for that to really take effect. I mean, you can grab my, like, front claw here. I, I really feel like I'd rather fine. All right. I'll do this. Well, all right then. You, you get back to work. I'll let you know when we have some food here. I'll go talk to Raksha and Honey and see if we can all stay in the room here with you two then. And that way we know you don't suffocate and die again. Yeah. If if it's too much trouble to, to stay in the room, then don't worry about it. I won't make anybody feel uncomfortable. But I know what the problem was last time. Uh, I mean, it, you're our friend. If we can keep an eye on you and keep you from suffocating, it, it's kind of preferential. I would really appreciate that. I don't. Uh, being undead wouldn't be terrible right now because I could just keep going. But I don't want to die because I don't think I would come back right now. Yeah, it also was a lot of work to bring you back to life. It really was. To be free of like an ancient demon that was kept in the box with a diamond. I don't. I, I mean, yeah. Who knows what we'd do if we had to do this all again? <laughs> they only had the one storage container. <laughs> They put the diamond and the bag man in there. It was just a really weird planet. It was, they, this was going to happen at some point. I mean, they didn't very well prepare for this, so... Like, with how easy it was for us to get in there and steal that diamond, that took us, like, that went really well. Other than the release, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, you put a a diamond that somebody could buff off of for a few lifetimes, like the cost of it, I mean, in the box with an ancient, weird god who just wants to go around to bags of holding and steal people's stuff. I know. I mean, it's, you know, we, it looks anyway. like we just think that we're that good. I mean, I do think that's part of it. Not, not to, you know, toot my own horn too much, but we have been nailing it. We're a great team. Thank goodness we got someone with some brains on this team now. Oh, no, Raksha's pretty, Raksha's pretty smart. She did get some, some good increases there. Uh, but, man, you should have seen us before. It was a struggle. Well, I'm here now. I, I, we're all here now. We're working as a team. We're a cohesive unit. Things are going. Like books. We have books. We fought books. That's true. Things can only get better from here. Let's hope. Let's hope. We still have to find that kid, but I know we got to take care of the bag. Well, I guess we found him. we got to figure out how to get him out. Right. That's, that's what I'm working on now. I'm going to get us all a little Nexus traveling jewelry so that when I... Whoa. Oh, go... Maybe. We can all go around in there and, and you guys can I can trap the bag man's bones into the box and you guys can get the kids to get out and you got we can hopefully be done these past two months have been more questing and adventuring than I've done pretty much my entire life and on life well that's certainly saying something yeah, it's been, it's been a pretty it's it's been a pretty intense few months. I mean, I only just started adventuring when I met these guys, but it's not like I had a lot of chance. It, it's been quite the adventure, though. Well, yeah, you guys you guys got together what like uh, a couple of years ago? I've been doing this. Has it been that long? No, in 
total has probably been about three months, maybe. Holy shit. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my god. The whole Feywild thing only took, like, uh, two, two and a half weeks, and then they took an extra two weeks break after that before coming to the Shadowfell. So realistically, that in total is just over a month. And then before that, they were like level thirteen. Before level thirteen, they went into the Feywild. So, yeah, you're talking probably three months max. Okay. I mean, it's not been that long. I mean, I feel like I've lived a few lifetimes though, but that could just be the magic. Uh, boy, you guys have been. You got a really intense three months. <laughs> Does it show? No, you, I mean, you guys are handling it really well. Like, I feel like you guys are handling it better than I would have. I don't know. I mean, you've lived how long undead? That's a lot to handle, too. That was really don't sell funny. yourself short. Now, it's me and Dirt living in a hut for, like, a century. Let's and not church it up. It's a hovel. I thought a hot was art was fine, but okay. It was an God. underground hobble. God tells me it's a hobble, so it's a hobble. I don't get anything in this world. <laughs> Can't even have a hut. You destroyed the man who c- turned you into undead, and you became living again. I think you got a lot, sir. Destroy? No, no, I made him a slave. My thrall now. Mm-hmm. Hey, God, this isn't a new conversation. Why don't you see your way out of it? Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, what were we talking about? Time. Experience. Food? Sleep. Food. Food and sleep. It, it, something with vegetables in it would be great. Alright. I can't also, desserts and meat. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with you. Dessert. I mean, there was protein in it. Those fruit flies? Man. Uh, the fruit flies were definitely fruit flies. Some of the best I've ever had. I'm glad you like them. Don't you keep keep eating them, but please bring me something with vegetables in it. Alright. Alright. And I'll try not to make it meat on a stick then. Thank you. Well, I'll go go find Rakshan, honey. We'll come up with a plan and, and bring you some food. Someone will come over and watch you. Sounds good. I appreciate that. So, Honey already went into the room. Raksha, where are you at? Um, waiting for you. Okay. Alright, let's go talk to Honey. I think we have a new potential plan here. So, Andraxis needs some food. He keeps forgetting now that he's alive. I mean, thank goodness he has us to watch out for him. What would become of him otherwise? But, he also says he promises not to use that spell, and he won't forget and accidentally use it... And it's safe for us to be in the room, because maybe we should be there. He might suffocate himself inside a box. He thinks he has the right spells now. So I was thinking, one of us could stay here, start sleeping if we wanted in that room. The other two of us could go get some food for everybody. He wants something with vegetables, like a salad. I mean, I don't know why pie's no good. But, you know, to each their own, I guess. And uh, then we can all uh, have a nice sleep in there. We'll keep some watch, though. Uh, Honey will uncomfy herself in the room and move back to the room with Andraxis. Yeah, so... If you want to wait here, honey? As you notice, you've looked inside this room, and this room is, like, 
It has a giant, we'll say an Alaskan-sized king bed um, with honeycomb uh, what are the bed posts. Yeah, because you can basically have them wherever you want. Oh, right. And a, like, uh, you know those, uh, the beds that have, like, the, what do you call that thing? Canopy? It's like a see-through veil, yellow veil canopy. And, like, there's one of the pillows is shaped like a giant crown. And other pillows are shaped like bees. And the bed is covered in these bee-shaped pillows. Listen, the more you describe this bed, the more I'm going to want to go to bed. <laughs> and it is the comfiest looking bed you've ever seen. But she gets up from it and she's like, okay. Move this to the other room. There's not enough room for this in the other room? Move this to the other room, but smaller. Okay, you could probably do that. I move to the other room. Okay. And jump into my bed. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to prop the staff in the corner of the bed so the bees can come out if they want to. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I'll wait here if you guys want to go collect food this time. I'll keep an eye on our uh, recently un-undead friend. Alright. Well, what can we bring you to eat? What do you want? You know what I like? Books. Books. <laughs> <laughs> I have books, Raksha. It's okay. Could always use more lickable books. I mean, I got the drinks covered, but you can always bring me some kind of pie or berries or pretty much anything. Bears are omnivores. Well, alright. That that sounds like a good plan. And can we use your jug to drink from? I think it's still that holy water. So I guess we could actually drink that holy water. Well, we could pour it into a different container. We'll ask the room for another container. At least temporarily. Or we could just bring back something to drink, too. Up to you. Otherwise, I can make beer, wine, mead. You know what I got. Alright, we'll keep an eye out. Right, Raksha? Sure. And Honey will curl up on the bed. Okay. That's where we can end it for tonight. Uh, you guys are level 30 when you wake up from your long rest, which will happen. We'll, we'll basically play that in the beginning and next um, session, but prepare for level 30. That's crazy. Oh. What's that, John? It's an old baby. Yeah. And he becomes an archfey. It's true. Of friendship.